Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and I'm joined by a big return here, Chris. Triumphant return. <laughs> Tri- triumphant return. <laughs> it's You've been, been it's MIA. Been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. You've been MIA for a few months. Yeah, I, I think, think the last, last thing time, we did was November. Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, November yeah. of last year. Um, and since you mentioned that, Anthology Obscura, for the listeners, if you dig that show under the Haunted Hangover brand, that will be back very soon. Right, Chris? <laughs> yes. we got Sam, some fun stuff in store. Yes. You and I and Sam will be back doing more Anthology Obscura. Bringing the squad back. Yes. Anthology Obscura episodes because those are always fun. But we're not going to be talking about Anthology today. We're going to be talking about Scream 6. Now, before we dive into the actual film, I just want to say at the top, because this is a very new movie, spoiler warning. <laughs> yes. We're breaking so, it all down. We're so going to be. If you haven't seen it yet, yes. come back later. We're going to be spoiling the whole film. So if you haven't seen it or you're going to wait for it to be on VOD or something, don't want to fuck it up for you. So yeah, come back. Come back after you've seen it and listen to uh, our take on Scream 6. Hello. Let's play a game. You know you're like the 10th guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Maybe, but there's never been one like me, Gail. I'm something different. That's why I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head. We're, we're jumping back with the, uh, is it the Carpenter sisters, right? Carpenter? Yes. Tara and Sam Carpenter. Yes. And uh, and what is it? Chad and Mindy, the twins? Chad and Mindy Meeks Martin. There They're you go. You <laughs> Randy Meeks, uh, niece, niece and, nephew, and nephew, and Martin from whatever marriage. They're yes, from. their father, apparently. Yes. <laughs> so after they all survived what happened in Scream 2022, for all of them, minus Sam, because I think she's the only one that's an adult, as like the character's an adult, and the rest of them are 18, like freshly yeah. graduating high school. They decide to move to New York and they go to college in New York. And Sam, because she's an overprotective sister, decides to follow Tara and the other the other friends, the the, the twins, to New York to kind of just supervise them. Because I guess she's she thinks that someone else is gonna come back, right. ghost face killings know, like, and all that good stuff. It's a it's a justifiable thing to to follow them to New York. It's a trope. You've seen it in other horror movies. Right. It's not the first time I feel like a lot of horror movies have used. They did it with Laurie Strode in the in the new Halloween movies where she's kind of an over, overbearing mother. And in, right, in, the, exactly. in the case of Scream 6, she's an overbearing older sister. So kind of paranoid. And, and she's worried that there's going to be another set of ghost face killings. Surprise, surprise. That's exactly what happens. There's another. There's a another ghost face. Who who person? Who who thunk? There would have not been a movie if that didn't happen. But yes, there's another person that's out there. Peoples, peoples out there killing once again because of these these sisters surviving what happened in Scream 2022. Uh, Gail lives in New York, which funny enough, I had rewatched. Scream 2022 a week before 
seeing Scream 6 just to kind of freshen up on what happened in the last movie because I had only seen it one time in theaters with you. And uh, I forgot that in that movie they mentioned that Gail lived in New York. Right. So She hosts an, a New York news show. Yes. So they kind of teased where the, I guess, sequel would take place. In the yeah. original, I say the original, but I mean the original film in this new, I guess, trilogy that they're making. Um, so that's cool. They they found a way to kind of bring her back. No Nev Campbell, no Sydney. She's she 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 sat this one out. <laughs> I I I think that this movie, I will. I think it benefited from not having her. I'm gonna say it. It's it's controversial, maybe, but I think it benefited from not having her. It was. You listen. Sydney as a character is a crutch, I guess, in the Scream franchise, and they can always right. kind of lean back on her, similar to Laurie Strode. It's always going to go right. back to her. She's the final girl, the legit, real, original final girl in this series. So it makes sense that you know she'd be a part of the franchise going forward. But I would, I will say, it was pretty ballsy for them to make this movie without that character in it, even though they do yeah. kind of mention her, and there's a reason. For her not being there because technically she doesn't live in New York. Ghostface is not supernatural. It's always a human or humans right, right. that are put on that persona and kill people. So, yeah, it makes no sense for her to be in New York. I think I think the movie worked fine without her. Like it, it moved at a fast enough pace. Like the action kept going. That yeah. There wasn't really like a natural way to kind of insert her into the movie. And. I mean, the line of dialogue of, like, Sydney deserves her happy ending. Like, it's a super clunky line of dialogue. But, like, what else are you really going to do? Like, it, it, it is kind of the only thing that they could have done other than not mentioning her at all. Which would have, I feel like, would have been a little bit more awkward. Like, no, you, know, you, you, you have to mention kind of thing. Yeah, you have to mention her since she's the main character. Or she was right, exactly. the main character of this series. You know, they, they're always going to mention... I feel like in all these Scream movies going forward, they're always going to mention Sydney. They're always going to mention Dewey. They're always going to mention Randy. Those yeah. are just characters that always come back, even after the character is killed. Yeah. They're always just going to be referenced. They, it's always going to go back to that original set. Good parts about Scream is is there, like, you know, a lot of these, like, reboot franchises, while they, or they do have, like, the legacy characters, there's a certain, like, reverence to them in Scream that isn't necessarily like there in some of these other yeah. reboot franchises. And I, I like that. Like I like the, the tying everything together. I mean, I think that in this one more particularly, there's kind of a, a balance a little too much on the nostalgia and the winks and the, do, re, do you remember this kind yeah. of stuff? We were living in the nostalgia age. So that's right. just kind of, that just goes with the territory, you know. Even even our show, we talk about old shit. So yeah, it's just, it always goes back to that, dude. In, in reality, that's what people like. You know, people like the right. winks and nods to the previous iterations of whatever it is the current thing is doing. You know what I mean? Jurassic right. Park, everything, Scream, Halloween. If they make a new Friday the Thirteenth movie, I'm sure it's going to be filled with Easter eggs and winks to the original series. That's just the, oh, yeah, the original films. That's just how it always is. I, I didn't think this movie did a bad job with that uh, at all. 
Um, another returning character is is her name Kirby Hayden. I can't pronounce her last name. What is it? Hayden Panera Bread. Yeah, there you go. Hayden Panera Bread. Her her character's back. Um, just to kind of you know personally speaking, uh, I was about to say Halloween Scream Four is probably my least favorite in the series. I think it just yeah, hands down, is probably my least favorite. Uh, so them, I was not excited about her coming back at all. I didn't care. I was just like, whatever. It, because yeah. I didn't like that movie. I thought she died in that movie. I mean, I, I kind of feel like she did. But then, you know, like rewatching it recently, you, you, you kind of don't. It's open-ended. I mean, I, <laughs> I guess. guess it's a little open-ended. Yeah. But I don't Like they know. don't it, show her. Yeah, like, no, of course. In and, the morgue. I mean, if, being you know, ziplocked back, forward, you know. Yeah. If this movie shows us anything, it's that these fucking characters are resilient and can take yes. a pounding so yes i guess in that regard in the world of scream unless you see somebody die they may not be dead i don't even think you have to see them die i think the characters <laughs> inside the film have to say that character is right. dead for them right. to actually be dead you know what i mean so yeah. even dewey yeah, that, in the last oh film God. them killing him off it's like they said it four times. Sort of, I killed Dewey. Dewey's dead. Yeah. And we killed. Like they made. They're hammering it in. Like, all right, Dewey is dead. He's not coming back. So yeah, I, I mean, feel we'll like that's really about, when. Like, yeah, my biggest gripe with this film is that. Save that. We'll save that yeah. for the end. Uh, but yes, Kirby is back as an FBI agent who's like, she's investigating all the Ghostface murders. That's kind of her deal in the movie. She she's has a also particular interest in them. It makes Obviously. sense because she survived a ghost face attack. Um, they also set her up as a red herring in the movie. So yeah. I I do like that and how that played into the ending. Because I'll be honest, for a second there, I thought she was the killer. Yeah, there was a part of me Towards that the I, end. I, I, I thought that like, hey, maybe this is like where they're going with this. And, and yeah. I wouldn't have hated that. I mean, I, I will say I didn't hate the the reveal as it is but i don't Let think we get I, I to it we'll we'll, t- yeah. we'll talk about our feelings towards the uh towards the big reveal of who the killer it being kirby yeah i don't think they'll ever make a legacy character like yeah, a killer that's, that's kind I don't, of the one thing yeah. i feel like they're never gonna do yeah if they were to make a uh, if they were to make a character, a, like one of the main characters, a killer, I feel it'd be one of the newer characters. Just right. my I opinion. I mean, they kind of hint at it with the Sam stuff. Honestly, after this movie, I don't think they can They can do that. I don't think they will make... And even now, thinking about it, I don't think they can just because of what kind of... What they're setting up in this movie. And we'll talk about that towards the end. Yeah. Um, But there's some new characters. And I'll be very honest. All of the new characters are very forgettable in this movie. There's like Mindy's girlfriend who exists in the movie. Yeah. She's in like two or three scenes and she's making out with her. They're at the Halloween right, party, right, which right, I right. want to get to the Halloween aspect of this movie in a second because we are haunted hangover. Right. Um, absolutely. But, um, they introduced her and I was just like, I don't even know her name. I couldn't even tell you the character's name I still right can't now. Tell you the character's name. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. I do, I do think, though, she had a fucking great death scene. Yes, and, and when we go to our favorite moments of the film, I, I, I'm sure we'll both agree on two scenes, I think, that were very yeah. well done, very well executed. Uh, but then you've, you've, so you've got Mindy's new girlfriend, blah, 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 I forgot her name. She was very forgettable, and she dies in like the first, I'd say, 30 to 40 minutes of this movie. Yeah, yeah, easily. Then you've got 
they have a, both both sets of 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 characters have roommates. So Chad yeah. has like the kid from the new Avatar movie. That I don't know his character's name who once again it's revealed that he's one of the killers, but the kid from Avatar, the new Avatar movie is his roommate. Then the girls Tara and Sam have a roommate. Her name I think her name was Quinn. I think Quinn, I remember that. that one yes. I know, yeah. The the boy I don't remember his name. I want to say it was I, Ethan, but I don't know if that was I don't, I don't name. remember. I think that was like a fake out name. I don't remember. Uh, but when we talk about the ending, there's a reason why I guess there they both decide. They, there is a reason why they both decide to live with these people. But yes, the the I guess nymphomaniac girl, because that's what she's like. The yeah. nymphomaniac yeah, roommate right. who like, loves having sex is, is kind she of really though. Because or is that just like her her it's just. <laughs> cover you know she's just living the gimmick that's all that that was she's living the gimmick to to trick them but yeah her character once again is killed off very early in the movie and then doesn't reappear until the very end and then the last character which i've got a lot to say about this character because it comes back to haunted hangover (laughs) and this is a funny story so in the film and chris already is laughing because he knows what i'm gonna talk about in the film the character of Sam, you know, in the last movie, Richie, the killer in, in Scream 2022, he reveals himself to be the killer. Richie, he, you know, was Sam's boyfriend. And, you know, you would think, you know, she doesn't want to date men because you, you don't know. You know, she yeah, has trust issues. Turn out. So in this movie, she's got like a guy that lives. They call him. I forget his character's name, too. They call him like and hot guy next door. Hot, hot, hot guy, guy across, across the hall or something. Or something. Yeah. Like cute guy across the his hall. His name or was like Danny. That. His character's name there was Danny. There you go. So his character in the movie, she's keeping him a secret because she's like banging the guy. Like she's sleeping with him. Right. And it's revealed about an hour into the movie. And he pops up. A, he literally comes and goes so much in this movie. He comes and goes, comes and goes. Um, it's an interesting character, but the funny thing about this character is that he looks like <laughs> Haunted Hangover's own Dave. They look Danny, like they Dave, do. two D names. Dude, so this character, for the <laughs> listeners, you know, if you guys listen and watch the show and you followed us for the past three years, it, you, you have to admit this character looks like Dave. We, we should do a poll on once this episode yes, we're is up, going we'll do an to. Instagram poll. <laughs> <laughs> this character looks like Dave and I'm in the theater with my wife and she looks at me and she goes, I can't unsee that now. So the, so it was like an inside joke. We're sitting there watching scream six and every time he popped up, she laughed and it was a personal reason why we laughed. And it was because he looks like Dave. He looks like he'd be related to Dave. So yeah. we just thought it was funny, but the character in reality in the movie he is red herring. Sam's oh, boyfriend. Absolutely. He literally is there for just as a red herring. I like the character, but I think it's because I associate it with Dave now. And I think right. that's really why right. watching the movie, I was like, oh, this dude, it's Dave. Dave's, Dave's, Dave's beefing with Ghostface in this movie. <laughs> well, so I, I've known this actor for like for a while. I've seen him on other stuff and like. He uh, he was on that uh, Green Arrow TV show back in the day, and he had like he played a, a masked villain, and he had like a okay. really great unmasking scene. And I kind of feel like the directors probably knew that from his filmography, and like gotcha. took that into account. That that's why, and that's why they leaned so hard into like the red herring stuff with him because I 
would have loved to see him like unmask as Ghostface because I'm sure it would have been cool as fuck. So I'm they sure definitely that that was, like, set it up. Known thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, he literally that character. What was his name? Danny. You said Danny. He comes and goes. He pops up. He's making out with her. Then he's trying to like protect her and help her. Then he disappears and comes back. And then she's like, "No, go for his like right. own safety." And then he and then he comes back at the very end with the. And then I love how he's like a stereotypical New Yorker. Like everything about it. he's like yo from across. Like just the yeah. way he talks, all his dialogue. It sounds honestly that actor. I'm not familiar with him. You're way more familiar. But I feel like he, I think the guy is a New York actor. Actually, he. Caught, he he was able to bring the New York dude yes. to life in the movie, and I appreciated that. I don't know if he'll come back for seven, but maybe maybe Dave's got a role in part seven. We don't. He's just <laughs> Dave now. He's not even. Dave. He's not even. Dude, I'm telling you, the whole movie. Scream, Dave. Scream, Dave. That's what part seven is gonna be. But yes, moving on from the Dave character, I just think that was hysterical, and, we, and I Dave is not a Scream fan. And I showed, I had sent Dave a picture of this character, like a screenshot from the movie when they're, when they're on the subway. And uh, he was like, I told him to like show his girlfriend. And she was like, yeah, I can see it. Because, dude, it looks like fucking Dave in certain, in certain yeah, shots. Absolutely. He looks like Dave. But moving on. Now, one thing that I noticed right away about this movie, and I, I want your opinion on this if I'm wrong or not, but... I feel Scream 6 was way more violent and gorier, gorier than Part 5, Scream 5, Scream 2022. I, I'd venture to say that there was the most violent Scream yet. Dude, there's the opening sequence, they show a severed, like a, 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 a literally a, a decapitated head a in a fridge. I never would have thought I'd see something like that in a Scream yeah. movie. So I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, people get stabbed in the mouth. In the fucking head. Yeah, what, in the fucking eye. Like, the one some, girl some slams her head kills. into like a dumpster and her head's yeah. like fucking eviscerate. It, I was like, wow, this is... And you know, this is coming from the series that has like Rose McGowan getting eaten by a garage door. Right. You know, But I can't think of anything, any other kills in the franchise that were this grotesque. They even say it in the movie as a joke. They're like, decapitations are a thing. Right, right, right. Like, right. there's that funny I mean, joke, yeah, with Chad fighting Ghostface, and he's like, decapitations, because the, the yeah. mannequin's head, get, that was actually really fucking funny. But yeah, I was like, this is a pretty violent and gory film for Scream. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, from Jump Street, like, literally the first couple of minutes, so, again, spoilers, Samara Weaving's character is the opening kill, and... While her death scene is not particularly, like, gory, it's mm -hmm. fucking vicious. I mean, like, the yeah. ghost face that goes after her and kills her, like, her scream and, like, the way he's repeatedly stabbing her. And, like, There's a it's lot a of vicious that. fucking There's kill. a lot of, like, molt, like stabbing 20 yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they, I was like, oh, shit. Like, wow. Like, even Sam at the end, when she kills one of the killers, she stabs the guy. Like repeatedly, yeah. Like the viciousness times. in this movie is like is another yeah. level for Scream. I was like, wow, that was pretty. I wasn't phased by it because I've watched way no, more violent shit. But, but still, for a I mean, Scream movie, you are yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm not used to seeing it. And I'm glad you mentioned that opening because I do like the idea of 
two guys that are because in the opening of the film, like you said, Samara Weaving is on a Tinder date or something, and yeah. then she gets dragged into an alleyway on the phone by who she thinks is the date. And then she's killed. And then we follow the Spider-Man kid. I don't know his name, that actor. Oh, yeah, Ghostface. We follow a Ghostface who literally unmasks himself. Unmasked, in the first yeah. Three and a half minutes of the movie. And which I love I was that. Like blown yeah. away. Yeah. I thought I thought that had they kept that and it was like the audience knows who Ghostface is, but the people in the movie don't, that's a fucking brilliant way to do it. But they go and they subvert your expectation even further. And then that kid gets offed by another ghost face five minutes later. It's almost like you guys, you guys would have been the killers of this movie, right? If Had it there weren't not been another yeah, killer, exactly, or killers, because it's a it's right. a group of them. So I mean, so. I'd say that in this movie, while there are three ghost faces revealed at the end, I'd say there's four, even five. Technically, there's supposed the to be five. Kid. Yeah. yeah. Five ghost faces in the movie. That's that's a fucking shitload. Well, you find out that those two guys in the beginning that killed Samara Weaving, they're students at the same school as Tara, right. and that their plan is to finish Richie's movie. Right. His movie, which was the 2022 Scream. So they were kind of right. continuing on his legacy, I guess. That was kind of their, their shtick was to talk, okay, we're going to kill the people he couldn't kill originally. It's all about the legacy. And I, I do like that. And it was an original take. And they haven't done something like that yet. I almost feel like they're teasing that for the next movie. That we're yeah. going to know who the killer is from the beginning of Scream 7. I, I can see that being a... It just kind of... This movie definitely hints at where the series could go in the right, future. Absolutely. There's a lot of teases to shit. Yeah. So, I dug that. I also dug how... And it warmed my heart. How in that opening sequence, the the kid, I, I don't know the actor's name. I know he's from the new Spider-Man movies. He's from Tony, Dope. Tony Revolori or something There's a movie, like Dope, I think it came out in 2014 or yeah. 15 that I really like. And I remember him. He was he acted in that. Um, where he's watching Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. Which is amazing that they like were meta enough to like, they knew what they were making. They're like, you know what? Oh, yeah, we're gonna absolutely. We're going to stick in a reference to Jason Takes Manhattan. The, the king of Takes Manhattan movies. Right. Uh, and I and I will and I and I'll say this right now. I still think Jason takes Manhattan did Manhattan better than Scream Six. <laughs> Jason takes there's Manhattan. A case, there's did, a case to be made because of one particular thing that Jason one, takes Manhattan yes, does. Yes, one short sequence. Yes, one short sequence, which I feel this movie should have done. And when we get to our dislikes, yeah. we'll we'll talk about that. Um, what are some? Uh, and I want to talk about favorite scenes because there, there's. I know. I think I'm pretty We're sure. Be on the same page. The two scenes that we both really liked, first up was the, we called it the Judgment Night scene. If you guys are not familiar with the Judgment Night film, there's a scene kind of like it where there's two buildings and there's a ladder across both buildings and people have to go from point A to point B to avoid being murdered. (laughs) And uh, really brutal, man, how they all make it, like Mindy gets her arm slashed yeah, cut up, and then yeah. Sam crosses first, which was interesting that they had Sam cross first, I guess. Cause Dave was, was calling her over right. to, <laughs> to oh, hurry up. Girl. Yeah. Baby girl, come over, come over, get over here. And then her, her girlfriend, Mindy's girlfriend gets grabbed and stabbed and almost gutted. And then she's the last one to cross and Ghostface breaks yes. through, through the door. And it really, she's saying she doesn't want to die. Really, really just, a really tense 
yeah. scene. And it feels it was a good use of the urban environment. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. I will say the one thing I wish they would have done just again, like being a New Yorker, I guess it's kind of a thing like that other people who aren't from New York probably are like, oh man, that's very real New York. But like, I wish, and it would have, maybe it would have taken away from the tense of the tenseness of the scene if they would have had like somebody ignoring all this yelling and screaming and shit that's going on in the alley behind their building. Like somebody yeah. closing the window or like somebody screaming, like shut the fuck up or something. I could what? see how it would have undermined the severity of the scene though, but it would have been realistic. I'll be honest, all logic needs to be thrown out the window when watching this movie just living in a city because cops would have been called quick. And I get that like one of the killers, you know, we haven't said it yet, is a cop. But even still, the real cops would have been called. That entire sequence is like 10 minutes long and no one like no neighbors hear it. Yeah, it's 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 it's, in that sense, it's kind of hollow, which which. Yeah, that's sort of my biggest. We'll say, you know, as we go along, that's kind of my biggest complaint is like the hollowness of this version of New York. It doesn't feel alive. Yeah, it it feels alive. and, And, you know, I could use that as a segue really quick before we go into the next scene. I know we both really liked Um all the Halloween stuff. There's a lot of people in costume, yeah. but it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. There's right. zero decorations, zero jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. There's zero. Yes. It's literally just people walking around dressed as clowns and right. like a lot of references to like Michael Myers, Jason, yeah, like, Ready or uh, Not. The, 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 the director. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah, I caught yeah. that. The Radio Silence guys. There's a girl dressed yeah. as Samara Weaving's character from that. It's a lot of re- a lot of ghost face, er- ghost Obviously. face everywhere for right. obvious reason. It plays into the narrative of the movie where people are obsessed with ghost right. face in New York City. Uh, but yeah, I, I I see what you mean. Like it feels hollow, and I think the Halloween aspect of the movie as well is hollow. It's like let's just yeah. make it set on Halloween so we could have lots of people wearing. It's almost like they use Halloween. Just to have people on the subway wearing ghost face masks for the subway scene. scene. Because otherwise, there's a brief Halloween party at the at the uh, uh, at the uh, fraternity or whatever. The sorority. The uh, the 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 shrink says, come back tomorrow in regards to thinking like the ghost face at his door is a trick or treater. The 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 Halloween references are are kind of half measured. Like they don't they don't lean into it enough. They, they did it just because of the whole costume killer thing. Right. That's really right. why they added it. It makes sense. Like, in, even though in New York, if we saw a dude wearing a full mask on the subway, I don't think we'd question it. <laughs> if yeah. it was like, if it was May, we'd just say either he is crazy or he's going somewhere today, you know what I mean? Right. Tonight. So, uh, yeah, the holiday, it was a little disappointing. I mean, you guys could have stuck a, a, I missed it. I have to watch it again, but I didn't see a single jack o' lantern. It didn't feel like the fall in New York, which, to be fair, fall in New York, it's, it's like up 70 down. degrees. So, yeah, right. we don't really get the cold weather until November, December. So that kind of made like Samara Weaving was outside wearing like this nice tight dress, no jacket on. It was yeah. like it, it could have been like the spring or summer. So whatever. Uh, I agree about the hollowness. Uh, the, and speaking of the subway scene, that's probably do you agree that I, I'm assuming that's another tense scene, the subway scene where yeah. you've got one group 
in the I think they jumped on the train before. Right. And right. Mindy and got lost. It, yeah. yeah. She got stuck because the trains are so packed because it's Halloween and people are right. going places. Which, like, it's, that, make, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, that one I can give them. Like that, you know, that's true. Like people are going to be using yeah. the subway to, to go to Halloween parties and what have you. That scene of like the back and forth between the, the two groups on the cars and then yeah. both of them thinking that Ghostface is on their car. Yeah. And one of them, what it turns out that the one that's with Sam and Tara is not the real Ghostface. Right. Dave tries to press him, and then, which yeah. I do like that scene. That was pretty funny. The dude is coming up to them, and then he just stands up like to, like he's about to press the dude. And then gives in the, the car, and he gives him the eye. And then uh, the other cart, Mindy, is alone with the Avatar kid. And it turns out that's actually a ghost face, and it stabs her in the stomach. Yeah. And I do like how they played up that scene with the lights flickering, even though that doesn't happen yeah, in New York that was anymore. Good. That was cool. That doesn't no, happen that doesn't here happen. anymore. It Our subways don't do that in years. Yeah. That was right. like very much in like like nineties, early two thousands was probably the last time. Again, I think our lens like our lens to look at this stuff is yeah. a little bit more skewed. So like yeah. a general audience that's watching it in like California is gonna be like, ah oh, fuck, like that's how the New York City subways are, the lights I flicker and that kind of stuff, you know? And it was obviously a fake subway too. You could tell right. it was all sets and it was a fake. It still looked it, it looked good. It looked just like our it just it looked just like our subway system. So I, I give them credit for that. Better than Jason Takes Manhattan. That was not our subway system at all. No. So in this no, one, they, they did a good job mimicking like the way the cart looks and, and the, the the platform and stuff. Oh, uh, but that scene was great. Just the back and forth, the lights flickering, Ghostface covering her mouth, stabbing her, and then sliding her yeah. down, then sneaking out. Great. And and I like how they use that scene to kind of make it seem like that one dude wasn't the killer when in reality yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, I like that he he even went so far as to like help her off the train. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It just kind of it it played into like the fake out, which there's you know, the both killers, two of the killers fake out being the killer because they right. they and it makes sense to have three killers because you're in a you're in a big city. So it's like yeah. you have people all over the, you know, you have three, three, because it's three killers there. One can be here and one can be there to kind of protect the other's identity. You know, they think one of them is dead. They think the other guy's innocent. They think the other one's a cop. So it kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. One more scene I want to mention that I really liked. I liked the entire Gale sequence, her, her uh, almost dying. Cause I thought they were going to kill her, dude. I, I thought she I, died. I wish they did. I wish they did. Uh, nah, dude, I love the whole setup to her. I, I feel bad for the actor that played the boyfriend. My man just came in and died. Yeah. He had no one development. Line. One line on dude, the phone, one, that's it. And she gave two fucks about him dying, too. You notice that? Yeah. I was like, all right, Gail. Yeah, because the killer got her on the phone. He started talking about Dewey, that Dewey's the soft spot. Yo, Why don't you talk Dewey's about Dewey? That's she it. still had a picture of her and Dewey. You notice yeah. that? There was like a little I like picture. that. I like that. I also like, not to bounce around, but. There's that one sequence where she's talking to Tara, I think it is, or is it Sam? And you hear Dewey's theme. Yes, yeah, yeah. I like how they were able to again. His his spirit was still in the movie. I, he, his, I mean, they had to be like they, yeah. there had to be something about he's he was too important to the franchise to just be like yeah well he died in the last one we're not fucking talking about it no, no more. You and when she his, was like Dewey yeah. would be ashamed of you and and that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. It, they I like they that. honored him. 
enough, you know? And I'm sure they'll continue to do that in the next movie. Oh, yeah, movie. of course. You know, a little part of me feels like maybe they regret killing him off. Like, you know, yeah. it would have made no sense for him to be there in New York, but... Yeah, but can you just imagine, like, <laughs> small-town Dewey going up against these, like, hotshot New York cops, like, fish-out-of-water style? Yeah. It would have been... So, Arquette would have done it so well. Especially with no Sydney in the movie. Like, yeah. you, you know, like, you could have utilized him again. You know, because he yeah. was always the one that, I guess, his character was, he was the heart of the right, Scream absolutely. movies. So he was always kind of like bubbly and innocent and stuff. So it made I sense. I think to that point that the heart of the Scream movies, I feel like they're kind of giving Chad, Chad that role yeah, now. They're not going to kill that dude off. He's got the Dewey plot yeah. armor. It's twice now that we think that this kid is dead, that he's not just like Dewey in Scream 1 and Scream 2. He's basically the new Dewey, and then his sister's yeah. the new Randy. That's really what what it is. And then Sam right. and Tara are the Sydney and Gale, I guess, if you think about right. it, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that... You know, passing of the torch in a way, and especially in this movie, you really feel that Chad is kind yeah. of dorky, and you know, it works for very likable. I think he's better. I feel like the twins and Sam and Tara, all the four, the core four that they call themselves yes, in the movie, core fucking four, are way better and more. I think out they of this movie. absolutely, and yeah, I think yeah. the. One of the biggest reasons for that is because Nev Campbell wasn't in the movie, so you yeah. don't have to dedicate any screen screen time to yeah. this character. They gave him more love. These, yeah, exactly. You give them more of a reason to shine, and I think they all did. Even Sam, who like, you know, she sucked in the last one. She was wooden. <laughs> she was like unbelievable. Like her line delivery was bad. She was awesome in this one. Jenna Ortega, she's always fucking great. The, and the twins again, like they. The yeah. scene where she's given them the rules of the franchise and how things go in the franchise, it's just like she's just effortlessly charming. You know, that Mindy character, like she's just really good. It's just a natural charisma. But going back to Courtney Cox and Gail's scene, because we kind of brushed over that. <laughs> she, I, I like that. I like her finally getting a call from Ghostface yeah. after six movies, never getting one, finally getting one. You know, I, I wish they would have pulled the trigger maybe and killed another legacy character off just to kind of raise the stakes. But I thought she was dead. I thought she was done for. But no, she survived. There's a piece of dialogue at the very end of the movie. It's almost like they killed her off, but then by the end of it, they were like, you know what? Let's keep her in case... In case Nev Campbell doesn't come back again. Right. I feel like they kind of, the same thing with Kirby. You know, I feel like yeah. at this point, they're kind of like, we'll take whatever legacy characters we can get. Though at this point, the core four are legacy characters now. You they're likable like, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Jenna Ortega is just naturally charismatic. The twins are naturally charismatic. Sam has gotten better. That character has gotten better. That actress has gotten better. Um, so I agree. I agree with what you said. Um, and I think they need, you know, you need to have Gale. And I feel like this movie is going to be like a big Avengers type deal yeah, by, the, yeah. by the next one. Uh, I have a theory as to why. At the very end, we'll talk about that. Let, let's jump into some of, our, some of our dislikes and things we didn't like. I'll start. And I, we've, we've hinted at it. There's two things. I think having three killers because it's revealed that Richie's family wants revenge on Sam and Tara. So you've got his father, his sister, his younger sister, and his younger brother. 
And the whole thing is they want to finish his film, his legacy, what he wanted to do. And they want revenge. And they want to kill these two sisters and the, the literally these four people. They want to kill all four of them. Anyone who was involved. Even Gail, I think, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the killer say, I had no intention on killing you, but for nostalgia's sake, it'd be fun to murder you. Something right. along those lines yeah, I think yeah, Ghostface yeah. said on the phone where it was like that was she was never in the plan. It's a very personal, personal motivation for these Ghostface being Richie's family. I think like visually it looked cool when they were all like standing there together as like the triple yeah. ghost faces. However, it is a it, it it's it's a lot. It's a lot to to like wrap no, your head around. Yeah, like you didn't need it could have easily have just been the like either the sister and the father or the father and the son, like the younger brother. Right. It didn't need to be three. And I feel like it kind of it kind of for, for me at least it took the wind out of it a little. I was like, really, three killers? Like they it literally, and I know you thought this was really cool too. They made it two siblings just to do the like when they clean the knife, the blade at the same time. Like it was a cool visual to see that. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Like yeah. it looks cool on screen, but like thematically and from a story standpoint, you could poke yeah, holes in it, it just all day. Made no, it was it was unnecessary. Honestly, it could have just been the cop. Like the bodega mm-hmm. scene, it made sense why he knew how to use a shotgun and stuff like that. Right. Like it because if you watch the movie, it seems like that character did most of the murdering, the father, because yeah. he was the main right. Billy Loomis mask. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I liked him in the movie. He was good, very menacing. Yeah. It worked. He looked like a father that was fucking crazy and wanted to get revenge. I was. I I will say that one surprised me the most. Dermot Mulroney had a feeling. being the killer. I liked. I, I like, liked. This dude I is, really liked that he was the killer. I had a feeling watching it. I was like, I think he's the killer. I was like, I think he's the killer, and the little brother, the kid from Avatar, the sister. I thought like she could was be dead. related to Jack Quaid. Yeah, he does. I thought the little sister was dead. That character. I thought like before it was revealed that she was a sister. I thought she was dead. I was like, all right, cool. That's yeah, why they brought her back. Good, I was it like, was a good enough fake out death. I, I like, think what? like like when they showed her come out of the room, like her throat was her like throat slit, slit and stuff. And they had the, the 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 Dave guy taking the pictures of everything going on and sending them to them. Like yeah, her just, fake out death worked. It made. I just feel like it was unnecessary. They didn't need to. Yeah. Have, she didn't need to be the killer in the movie. But whatever. They wanted a whole family. You know, so it is right. what I, it is. I mean, I get like from a, a stakes perspective, they want to always, you know, up the ante and like do <sighs> un- things that haven't been done before. I wasn't crazy. My about biggest it. gripe, though, I feel like this movie, as unexpected as it is to do things like having three killers, it also was super safe. None yeah. of the returning characters died. Yeah. Yeah, they, not a single one. I, I thought Chad was done for because he got stabbed like fifty times. You know, that. so okay, so that scene where he, you know, he fights off, he tries to fight off the two ghost that was faces, a cool scene. Yeah. and they, it, it's fucking awesome. It's a great scene. It would have been a great death scene, and then it's undermined by him kind of showing up at the end like that. And that's my my, my absolute biggest gripe with this movie is yeah. that it was safe. In regards to the main cast, when they tell you like he's too likable, man, we said it. Any of them can die, and then none of them die. He's he's too likable, dude. I I I 
I don't see. I, I'm. He's gonna. I think all four of them are gonna survive the next one too. I don't see, think. I, I don't think they should. I think they should start taking big swings. Like you know, you bring back Hayden Panettiere. Great. Like you bring her back. You're not gonna kill her off again after one movie. I, I think Gail would have been the one that they should have. Gail should have died. died. Yeah, but I, they wanted to play it safe because they want to bring her back. You know, this is yeah. that. That's listen. They lost Nev Campbell in this movie. Right. They and they don't have Dewey anymore. Another, right. They exactly. can't afford to lose another original main character. No offense to it. Hayden, whatever. She <laughs> is still not as important as as Courtney Cox to these movies. She's literally right. been in every single one. So yeah. they need they need certainty. And I think Courtney Cox is certain they they know they can get her back. Like they know she'll right. do it. So I think that's why they left it kind of open-ended and that she survived. And then the younger cast, I they might maybe kill one of them off. I, I don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I have a theory on where the last one's going to go. Uh, I, have, one, I have a theory too. So I, we got we got to yeah, discuss yeah. We'll that. We'll close it. We'll close it out with that. Um and, and the last kind of dislike is honestly I really like this movie. I had a lot of fun with it. It was dumb. It was dumb in the best way possible. Um I wish they would have maybe shot in New York for a day, just like Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan, and got a shot of, I don't know, Ghostface in Bryant Park. Times Square would have Some, been perfect. Something iconic. Some, or by something the Empire iconic. State Building. Something, yeah, yeah. Just to kind of play up the New York setting. Yeah. But they never. I mean, can you imagine how cool, like, a chase scene in Times Square with Ghostface would have fucking looked? They didn't even need to do that. They just could have had it been maybe like cutaways where the characters yeah. look and it's like Ghostface walking down, I don't fucking know, in Soho or some shit. Like, they could have done something where there's a visual cue, like, okay, that's New York. But right. they didn't do that. So I was a little disappointed with, with that. Just kind of. You guys couldn't. I get it. You shot in Canada. They literally did the same thing Jason Takes Manhattan did. But mm-hmm. you guys couldn't get one day in New York and shot at Bryant Park or on Thirty Fourth Street or you know in the West Village something. Right. Like, it's a, instead, yeah. it's a lot of like skyline B roll stuff yeah. to transition between shots. Dude, like one of the posters I think I remember seeing online was Times Square. Yeah. And I was like, you guys couldn't just get like a shot. Of like them running through Times Square, I guess I I understand it would have been literally ripping off a scene from Jason Takes Manhattan, but right, yeah, and maybe I think go that, to Thirty Fourth Street in their head, you know, yeah, but you could have gone to Thirty Fourth Street, you could have gone to a number of places in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and got you know like Soho. It looks like the characters lived in like a trendy area like that, you know what I mean? Or you could have right. Gotten, that's the thing. Where did they live? It could have literally been anywhere, yeah, which is fine. That's whatever. The school that the college they went to was a fake college, and blah blah blah. It's like it's supposed to, I guess, kind of be like Columbia adjacent. It's like probably, uptown because they're on yeah. the two and the five train up there. Blackmore College, I think it's called. Yeah, it's again. I feel like they just could. It could have definitely used a shot or two. Of right. these characters actually in New York. They did yeah. a good job faking it. I think they did a better job faking it than Jason Takes Manhattan. But even still, the movie would have benefited from. I still think it would have benefited like at least one or two shots of Ghostface in some like in front of some monument. They yeah. couldn't go to cent they couldn't have a scene in Central Park. They had that scene in a park. Uh, yeah, was that but, supposed to be yeah, Central Park? Or I, I, like they, I don't it was know. supposed to be Central Park. You, they, she's on the map, Kirby looking at uh things and oh it's central park blah 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 so i I don't know it was weird but you know maybe the budget didn't call for it i know it's expensive to shoot here you know so i I, it makes sense 
Uh, but otherwise, dude, I really don't have a lot of complaints. That was really it. Just the ending, three killers, unnecessary. Could have been two. And the convenience of that. And the lack of real New York. That was really... Yeah. For me, that was really my only complaint. Overall, dude, I thought it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of tense moments. I think all the characters are likable. I will even say this. To me, I think these movies, these two films so far... And I'm assuming it's supposed to be a new trilogy, right? That's kind of what I would going think for. so. I would think I so. I think they're doing a better job than the new Halloween movies. Wow. They feel that's big, more. That's big coming from you. Oh, well, no, because I'll be very honest. Halloween 2018 kills and, and uh, ends had some problems. And there was not a lot right. of. Con- it felt like continuity was kind of all they, over the place yeah, from film to right. film. I feel like with these movies, they have like a very loose plan. You know what I, I mean? I think so. A lot of family, a lot of references to family and the past. I think I think they're 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 using the original one, two, and three as a good blueprint. And I you and know, four. thematically, <laughs> thematically, this movie is Scream Two all over again. You know, the killers are the well, the killer in this film where they're in college is. The parent of the killer from the first one. That's the same thing as Scream 2. You know, Billy's mother was the killer when they were in college in Scream 2. So that's why I have some ideas of like what I think they may, may or may not do for the Scream 7. So I think they're following a good blueprint. I So we can just talk about that now. We'll close it out with that. So they do. They hint at that shit so much about the character of Stu. She literally has a line where she says, Mindy says, like, oh, if he's dead or something like that. Right, if you believe that he's dead. If you believe that he's dead. And then they reference his TV. The TV mm-hmm. is hinted at. And I, it would be a, it'd be a fucking stretch yeah. for them to bring him back. But I'm sure there's a way to do it. Um, also, the re- you know what makes me think that they're going to make him the killer, like the Thanos of this new trilogy in like the third movie? Her being Billy's daughter and the constant callback. Like he's Skeet Ulrich pops up briefly in this movie yeah, in the reflection. Which I think worked better in this yeah. one than it did in the last one. I think it's gonna play into the next movie. And I might be fucking this might be a fucking insane theory I'm coming up with. And I, it sounds like you agree with me with this being I have of, sort of a similar theory yeah. that involves their mother and and Stu? And Stu some way. Oh, I like, I'm not concrete thing. on Once it. Once but... I'm done, I want to hear your thing. But yeah, I feel like Stu will play into it because they've teased it so many. Like, he had a family member, if I remember correctly, in 2022. In the last one, yeah. yeah Kyle Gallner played his, like, nephew or something. He's referenced, like, two or three times in this one. Her being, you know, Sam is Billy's daughter. I feel like they need a big bad. And where do you go? Okay. Right. The first one was the super fan that wants to kind of remake, not remake, but requalize the movie and make his, you know, make it better because the sequel sucked and it was her boyfriend. In this movie, it's the family of that character. Where you, what do you, you can't go back to that well. That well, that's just run dry. So the only thing I can think is that they have either Stu or something adjacent to Stu and. They reveal it early on that that's who the killer is because I feel like that was also a tease in this movie, revealing the killer early. Yeah. And you know who the killer is in the new movie. Or maybe there's a killer and then there's another killer, but we don't know who the second killer is. We know who's pulling the strings. 
And then it all comes down to like Billy versus Stu. And it's kind of, you know, what I guess what the first movie was, but they're kind of going against each other. And then you can have, yeah. you know, Gail and all these other characters return from, you know, that are alive. Well, from, so, you know, from the, from to the that movies. point. And the mom, the I agree. I didn't even think about Scream that. 3, the original script for Scream 3, yeah. pre like Columbine, because Columbine yeah, changed yeah. everything. I think I heard about that. I know what you're going to They about. had, yeah. Stu was going to be like, survived scream one somehow and was like masterminding a cult yeah and you know was pulling the strings from like prison or whatever which doesn't sound so far off of what you just said you know yeah again it might it it, it, i don't honestly if they do that it'll be fucking ridiculous it would have to be like the opening kill whoever's killed the mask comes off and it's fucking matthew lillard that's what they would have to do to make it kind of cool and make the fans because i know fans have wanted him to come back yeah. i'll be very honest i never to come back that's never been a thing i'm clamoring for like oh like i like matthew lillard but i'm not like oh he needs to right I thought, but i don't think he dead. needs to come back to this franchise because it'd be ridiculous but if that's yeah. where they want to go I, they're definitely teasing it i also agree about with you that the mother so let me hear your theory See, you so i it. think if if they're using the original three screen movies as this blueprint right Scream 3 is the long-lost brother who secretly masterminded all of it, right? It started with him giving Billy the reason to go and start all this. What if somewhere in there, Sam and Tara's mother, who we've never met, but we were told her name is Christina. She was maybe in some kind of rehab group in Scream 5. Uh and she's doesn't want to talk to them anymore in Scream 6. What if she's obviously of the age that she'd have been in high school with Billy and Stu? What if there's some kind of relationship between her and Stu that we didn't know about mm, in some yeah. kind of way? And this is all very weirdly connected all the way back to the beginning. It's always about family too, if you notice with right. these new movies. It's sort of like family. She's this. She's the daughter. The 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 family in this movie want revenge for Richie dying. I, right. I could see that they're definitely teasing something with the mother. It's gonna be and, Vin Diesel. It's all about Stu. family. I hope not. That's when I check out <laughs> of the Scream movies. I am curious where they go. Like this was fun, dude. Like it was a fun movie, but I'm curious. Like it was fun, silly. Um, but like, where do you go from here? Yeah. Like, that's the. Thing I enjoyed with watching this one more than I enjoyed three, four, five. Really? See, I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I just, say I had a blast with it. I Even think with five my was aside, I had a blast with it. I enjoyed five more. I'll be honest. I think five was a better. It was a better made movie. What I like about this one is it it kind of throws everything you know about Scream out the window. It almost doesn't feel yeah. like a Scream movie. It's like he's literally. It's Ghostface is chasing them, mm-hmm. which I like. You know, go, literally, yeah, there's groups of people running from Ghostface, which you don't really like. In in the Scream movies, always like get one of them alone, murder them. In this, you know, in in the previous Scream movies, Ghostface that's that was kind of his mo. Whoever the killer is, killer was that was their mo. Get the person alone, kill them. We, there's so many setup scenes in, the, in, the, in one, two, and three, and four. Right. In this one, I feel like it's literally Ghostface chasing them. Yeah. He's and he's hunting them, actually. Hunting them. Yeah. Well, the family's hunting them. And right. when people die, besides maybe what? The doc, her, her psychiatrist? 
and the guy in the beginning, most of the most of the kills are like other people around. Like yeah. when the girl dies with the with the, in between two buildings and all like the people in the bodega, like the dude that gets yeah, in Ghostface's that face. That was sick too. I'm not gonna front. Just murks people. Very New York. The the murder in the yeah. in the bodega. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. I, listen, I enjoyed it. I, I'm curious where the series goes. I, I dug it. Absolutely. I thought it was a well made movie. Um, I love that they had an end credit song, Demi Lovato. I'm not a Demi Lovato fan, but Speaking it was very of cheesy. End credits. Did did you stick around yeah. to the end of the credits? Where she says like not very, all movies very self referential. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mindy says uh, not all yeah. movies. Not need, all uh, movies need post credit uh, scenes. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, because I guess everyone was waiting for something to happen and see what happens. Right, like I wouldn't have Sydney, stayed. Like set up the sequel. You told me to stay, and that's the only reason why I stayed. Right. I would have fucking left because I was like, I had to. It was a I long mean, movie you, too. Could have drank a big soda. It was a two-hour longest scream. So longest scream in the franchise. Also, yeah. like as of as of this recording, the movie made like forty-five million dollars. Yeah. yeah, so there's Crazy. a sequel is is not far 100%. behind. It'll be announced in the next couple weeks. What's your closing thoughts? What are your closing thoughts? Like I said, I loved it. I had a blast with it. I can't wait to watch it again to kind of see more of the like one of my favorite things to do after I watch a screen movie, like knowing who the killers are, is try to like piece together which ghost face is doing what yeah. kind of thing. That's one of my favorite things to do. So like I'm excited to go back and kind of like fill in those gaps. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm excited to go back and just watch it again just because of yeah. how absurd it was. I had a good time with it, man. I I'm looking forward to Scream 7 whenever it comes out. Scream. I hear you're a horror fan. It's been said. Everywhere Friday. So those were our thoughts on Scream 6. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Haunted Hangover. Also, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash hauntedhangover31. If you could rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And as always, remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Catch you guys later.